welcome back to the Dark Twisty Podcast, where we give you advice from people who really need advice. I'm Nikki. And I'm Esther. And um, if you guys follow us on Instagram, you would know that Esther took a little advice from me that I gave her in last week's podcast, which was to come to New York and... I'm here! So, (laughs) we have to control ourselves, because when me and Esther are together, we get a little crazy when we record, so we're going to try to be normal. (laughs) It's nice. We're going to try to... On top of that, I also haven't slept in weeks, Take a deep breath. Let's do it. First of all, I don't know if I ever told this story on the podcast. Did I? Where, like, when Esther was driving me somewhere sometime, and I said something about you, and and my dad was like, why are you letting Esther drive you? She hasn't slept since, like, May of 2017. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just Esther. She doesn't sleep. Yeah, it's an issue. I still have to pack up tonight my whole room. I'm pulling an all-nighter tonight. There's no way I can do everything without it. Well, you want to tell them that you're in New York? So, I came into town for my mother's birthday. No, to visit me. (laughs) My dad actually flew me in um, to surprise my mom, and actually, it was really nice. My sister came in with her whole family, my niece and my nephew. It was really wonderful. It was a really nice weekend. I'm very homesick for Florida. I really miss it a lot, but it's been so fun to be here and to see everybody and to hang out with Nikki again. I miss her so much, and I was telling some of my friends that, like, I haven't seen Nikki since August, and yes, we speak every day, multiple times a day, but I still feel like when we go back together, we need to catch up on everything, even though we already knew everything. We need to always start from the beginning of the no, last No, seriously. <laughs> and it's like, we literally have to talk about the things that we've already spoken about. Like, I know everything. We know everything. But it's like, okay, now let's cover everything Again, in detail in with person. facial expressions. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's, the, that's the, really the key. It's the facial expressions and the hand movements. Like, if you guys could see us, we're like... Talking with our hands. We'll have to post a video on Instagram or something. Do you want to start questions? Do you have anything else Let's to say? Let's do today? it. All right, we have some fun questions for you guys this week. I'm going to read the first one. Hello. I am in a similar situation to you where people don't like me and are not treating me nicely, and it's hurting me. I'm wondering what you ended up doing to deal with it. Did the situation improve, and do you have any advice for me? Thank you very much. So this person's referring to a couple episodes back. I said I didn't want to give too much detail, but I was in a situation where somebody that I cannot get out of my life, was not treating me very nicely, and there's literally nothing I could do about it. This is somebody who has to be involved in my life. Like, there's literally no way around it. So, um, I'll tell you what. Did the situation get better? Not necessarily. Um, do I think that they still say things behind my back that I can't necessarily hear or know if they're saying behind my back? Probably. And there has been some incidents of what? Do you feel the vibes? Yes, yes, always. yes, exactly. <laughs> Esther knows, Esther knows who this is, and she knows that I do feel it, and there's constantly instances that are coming up that are not making me so happy, and they definitely affect my mood when they first happen, but then it just gets to the point where it's like, honestly, I just have to try my best, and honestly, sometimes, like, it's not that I'm not nice to this person anymore, I'm just a lot colder, because it's the only, like, it's my only coping mechanism. Do I think that that's the best to be colder? I don't know. What do you think? Like, I, 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 there's a part of me that wants to be, like, overly nice and, like, amazing and so sweet around. But, like, I'm surrounded by this person a lot. So it's very hard for me to, like, I was already trying to always be, like, overly nice and be, like, on all the time. And that was so exhausting and it wasn't working. So now it's like, okay, this person knows that I don't like them because of all these instances So, like, what else can I do except for just, like, try to ignore it and I'm, like, a little bit colder because I'm not going to pretend to be so excited to see this person because I'm not. You know Uh, what I mean? (laughs) I was thinking, like, I'm kind of going to answer you with, like, a question. Yeah. Like, to what extent are you going to change yourself and stress yourself out to make this person who's clearly never going to be happy with you happy with you? Mm -hmm. Like, there's not going to be a time that it's ever going to be, like, 
oh, okay, it makes sense. Like, now this person's going to suddenly like me because exactly. he saw the way I folded my laundry and he thought it was good. Yeah. That's not, like, a thing. Like, if he doesn't like you because you guys clash, that's fine. You're both adults and learn how to make it work. But if mm-hmm. you feel like, you know, listen, you can't stress yourself out over trying to be nice and making them love you, mm-hmm. what you could do is be your best pleasant self as who you are as a person, be a good person, show who you are around them. Don't try to show them what you're not. Mm-hmm. Be yourself, show them who you are, and whether they like you or not, it's not... It's not up to you. It's up to them. And if they decide to make it clash and make it uncomfortable, like, that's really a low quality on them. And you should just not stoop to that level. You don't want to have such low qualities on yourself. I want to say specifically to your question where you're saying that they're not treating you nicely and they're hurting you. I don't think that there's ever, like, a real solution to besides, like, kind of telling yourself to get over it. And not in the way that, like, you should get over it in, like, an emotional way. Like, oh, it's you're wrong. Like, you're validated. You're right. You feel hurt. And you're allowed to feel hurt. But you shouldn't let it stop your everyday life because, again, to what point are you going to let this person right. have a have right. something over you? I'll tell you, what, you you were with me. Something happened this weekend and I came to you and I was literally crying and now I'm over it. Because, you know, there's only so much that you can do and that you kind of just have to find it within yourself. Like, this has to now become an inner thing because if it's somebody that you genuinely can't get out of your life. And, again, if you ever want us to just, like, talk to you not on the podcast and hear more, I don't mind sharing more about my situation. Just I don't think I should do it, like, on the podcast. But if you want to share more and you want me to share more, feel free to email us or email us. Email us. (laughs) Feel free to email us or DM us on Instagram and we can totally talk more there and it's completely anonymous. Like, we won't tell anyone who you are. Well, we might tell, I might tweet about who you are to the general public. (laughs) To your zero followers on Twitter. First of all, don't be disgusting. I once had a One Direction Twitter (laughs) where I had probably a lot of followers because. Fun fact. Probably a lot of followers. Okay, fun fact. (laughs) I had 64,000 followers on Tumblr as my One Direction Tumblr that I had. Um, It was my One Direction fan page. Um, I don't even know what Tumblr is. The point is, is that if you know what Tumblr is, it was big back in the day. I had 64,000 followers. They would ask me questions about my life. Everybody go follow Nikki's Tumblr. <laughs> don't follow. I can't. I, I don't even. I'm so embarrassed. It's so embarrassing. Can I follow it right now? <laughs> it's, it's really so embarrassing. We'll post some screenshots on the Dark Twisty uh, Instagram. I'm, I was just saying, like, you can DM us, um, and we can talk more about that if, if that makes you more comfortable. But just in general, like, I think it has to be, if this is somebody who is in your life, it's like an inward thing. Like, you need to learn how to handle it and not let it hurt you. What I also want to say is that there are some people in the world that you learn that you want to be like them and there are some people that you look at them and you're like, I don't want to be like that. So look at this person and be like, that is never someone I want to become. I never want to hurt someone the way that they're hurting me and take it into yourself and just try to be a better person for the people in your life because you know how much it affected you and you don't ever want to do that to someone else. So I think that's really important to keep in mind. Can we just give a standing ovation for that? I, like... I agree with you on every level, like literally like clap, 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 clap. So the next question, I think people, you know what? It might be one of our parents that asked this question because our parents definitely think that we do this a lot. And this question is, how do I stop snapping at my parents? This is definitely from one of our parents. Right? It's definitely from bet. So my, honestly, it's probably it's my your mom, mom or your dad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's, it's very funny. Wait, no, no, that's all I was going to say. Carl's licking my toes. Um, oh, that's a cute toe that you have. Um, anyways. I, I think that we snap at our parents because we're so comfortable with our parents 
You know what I mean? You could be your genuine self. You're like, I don't have to act. I don't have to pretend. Like, I could be whoever I am. So I'm like, bitch, 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 bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's more like, my parents love me regardless. And they have to stay with me forever. So it's like, regardless of how I react to the situation, they're going to still love me. So like, there's that's it. I can react to whatever I want. So if I have to be really good out of the house, in the house, I have to make some compromises. I have to explode somewhere, you know? That being said, I think as you grow older, you start learning to control the snapping around your parents. I wouldn't say to a fault. I think I still snap at my parents a ton. Um, but I think that as I've gotten older, I've at least tried to control it a little bit better. You don't think that's true? <laughs> I think that as much as you try to control it, it's more just like, it, if you control it, it comes out later, like, in yourself. You're just, like, frustrated. Like, if you yeah. get it out, you just get it out and it's done. But, like, if you're, like, holding it in, you're just like, I need to be good around my parents. Like, when do you ever get a break? You know what I'm saying? No, it's true. It's true. So, like, I can't be good all the time. I can't always <laughs> be a nice person. Because I'm not really a nice person. I'm always pretending. Anytime you see me being nice, if I'm ever nice to you, it's all fake. You're I'm never nice to me. always pretending. Exactly. Because <laughs> I'm not being fake around you. There you go. I'm always pretending. So, around my parents, I don't feel as if I have to pretend. But I will say that, like... The first time I think that I lived, basically I've lived at my dad's house twice now, the first time that I lived at my dad's house, things were a lot rockier than they are now because I would find all these things that were bothering me and I would just like snap about them and I'd get angry and I would express my anger and my frustrations like all the time because, again, it's family. You feel like you can express your anger and frustrations with them, but now the second time around, I'm like, listen, I'm living here. I need to have a good relationship with my parents. I need to make it a nice, calm environment. So instead of like, letting those things bother me and just snapping at them, I just complain about them to my little sister. <laughs> and she puts, she plants little anger seeds in her little sister's head so that when her little sister starts snapping, everything is worse. No, well, two, not the, two years ago, you did this to Nikki. No, not the little, little one. Oh. No, 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 no. Fine, fine. So not his little one. I think it's because I just said to myself, like, I was like, what, literally, what's the point? It's just going to cause anger and frustration with everybody. And I think I have, I've said this before, I think I have anger management issues because I tend to snap a lot. Like, I, I really do. So it is something that I'm literally constantly working on and I have to, like, feel it coming and be like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Like, you have to, like, recognize when that snap is, like, coming and just be like, okay, like, take a deep breath. Like, if that means removing yourself, and I know with parents, if you remove yourself, a lot of the times, like, they take that just as negative as if you would snapping, would you say? Like, absolutely. I know that with my mom, it's a thousand percent like that. If I, like, I feel like I'm gonna snap, so I go into my room, she just gets even more mad, so it's like, I would have, I should have just snapped. But I think for yourself, just to, like, go into your room, take a deep breath, figure out, okay, if she's going to get more mad at me for snapping, like, how am I going to deal with this conversation? How am I going to, like, just chill myself out? You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that, like, for me, the best decision I ever made was moving out because when I live in my parents' Mm -hmm. house, it's very hard for me. But when I move out, like, I'm able to have and maintain a really good relationship with them. And I think that it's, like, kind of... Like, a st- like I, again, I told you, like, the same way, like, I needed to move out, they needed me to move uh-huh. out in order to improve our yeah. relationship. And I think that that's a fine, that's fine. Like, I don't think there's a, there's a problem with that, you know? I just think that it's also a thing with maturity. You have to know when it's the time to snap and when it's, like, 
not the right time to snap. So, like, if you're going to snap for everything, fine. Snap for everything. They're going to think you're horrible. But if you're, like, choosing wisely which ones you snap at, your snaps will mean so much more. Yeah. And what, on what you were saying, Esther, it's funny because my mom doesn't live in this country. And my mom, I've always considered to be, like, my best friend. I love my mom so much. But when we're together, we, we are, like, literally constantly snapping at each other. And we don't even realize it because we're, since we don't live together now, we talk on the phone every day. We miss each other so much. Oh, good. It's everything Rainbows and butterflies. The second we're together, we're snapping. <laughs> but we don't remember it when we're not together because we're like oh we miss each other we're besties <laughs> we forget how much we snap at each other when we're together so I think it's important to realize that it's normal but also as you get older you need to learn how to control it for your own good for your parents good again your parents love you and they're there to help you so like realize that you snapping at them is not going to make them want to help you you know what yeah. I mean and you want your parents to help you when you need them so this question is actually a follow-up question to an, a question we answered last week and we really appreciate this clarification I'm gonna read it for you guys now lol thanks for answering my question guys but I wasn't blaming my boyfriend's friend for being a bleep <laughs> like that was just an observation I was blaming my boyfriend for worshiping his friend like I don't like his friend because he's obnoxious Trump supporter. But my problem was with my boyfriend and how I literally became less attracted to him when he talks about his friend because of the way he worships him. My question was more about the worshiping of this guy and how it's unattractive that my boyfriend isn't a leader but a follower. If my boyfriend doesn't worship the ground this guy walks on, I wouldn't be so annoyed. Also, thanks for your story about your boyfriend's friend. It made me feel better because that guy sounds so much worse than any of my boyfriend's <laughs> friends. That's honestly such a funny story that his friends did that to you. Like, let's cancel this friend immediately. And how do you mean his other friends bully you? Can you give some examples? Thanks for your response to my question, and I definitely will try to chill out a bit because if you can deal with a guy who literally deleted your name off of your work and guys who bully you, then I can deal with a Trump supporter. Mic drop. Yeah. We like you. Um, we don't know who you are. We want to be friends. Amazing. Hit us up. Incredible. <laughs> so I get it. Your question was more of like, it uh, turns you off that your boyfriend worships the ground that he walks on. But like, do you really think he does? Do you really think he worships the ground this guy walks on? I, I would do? think so because I've done that before. I've like, guys are met such people idiots. Where, no, no, like I've met people where I was like, oh my God, these people are so cool. And like, I've literally like, what? Like when I was younger, like when I used to worship people. No, so, so me. <laughs> I worship like, me. I, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> You worship me. I do. It's true. <laughs> There's nothing I can say. No shame. We have a story. When we were younger, we went to camp together, and <laughs> Nikki would get dropped off first because my parents were late, and she would sit there and cry until I came and be like, where's Esther? Where's Esther? Until I would get there and then, like, hold her in uh, Esther was, like, so confident. Come, I'll take you inside. Esther's, like, my confident six-month-older cousin that's, like, coming to take me Three months older? I'm only three months older than you. Oh, we were literally in the womb together. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what what to do about that. I think that in like with the idea of like the ground that someone else like worship. I think with worshiping the ground that someone else works on, it works actually on is <laughs> you cannot speak. <laughs> okay. I think with the idea of, like, worshipping his friend, I really understand how that can be annoying to you because, like, when I see it in other people and recognize it, it annoys me too, even though I used to do it myself. And I think that part of the reason it does annoy me is because I used to do it and I could technically understand it, but I've grown past it. And I think that, like, it's really important to kind of try to understand almost, like, where your boyfriend is coming from in the way of, like, 
not not the fact that he's worshiping another person and not the fact that his friend is obnoxious more just like the fact that he has to figure this stuff out on his own and like uh -huh. some people are born leaders and some people are born followers and it doesn't mean that you can't change and it doesn't mean that you aren't any or none it just means that like everybody goes through different things and it's part of almost like a personality trait kind of thing mm -hmm. like some people are just followers and it doesn't it's not a bad thing it only becomes a bad thing when they're following the wrong things and they're not being their own person but I think that as he matures and as he grows older he'll also understand right. and take the relationship in a different way and be like okay I like this guy I appreciate him he's really successful I'm like it works so I want to be like that I want to emulate that but it's not always going to be the case in action like he's not always going to be looking at that friend for that because when your boyfriend gets successful and he has his own life and his own people following him he's not going to need that anymore so I do think it's kind of more of a stage I don't mm -hmm. I don't know like what do you think no, I, I literally couldn't have said it better myself. There's nothing else I can add to that. Like, I, I a thousand percent agree with you on that, Mark. And um, I was going to tell some stories about my boyfriend's friends bullying me in high school. Go for it. So I will say one thing. That friend who did that, still don't like him to this day, but he does so much for my boyfriend nowadays that I can't, like, not like him because he's such a good friend. Did you ever speak to him about this? He knows that I don't like him. I won't talk to him. Like, I, I just don't like him. You know, I think a lot of, like, direct bullying I can't think of anything direct because like it wasn't there weren't many things that they probably each did like directly to hurt me they just were like a bully crew in general like they happened to be like my boyfriend was in the popular crew in high school and I was not and I wasn't in like the not popular crew I was like kind of in the middle you know what I mean they were just like they were just mean to everybody and like it's just funny because my boyfriend actually everyone would always say like oh yeah like he's like a really nice kid but, like, it's just the group of friends that he was with, and, like, he, that was just it. He was a popular crew, and I wasn't. The popular crew was a bunch of assholes. So, like, what they did was, like, they would, like, kind of do the thing where they would, like, talk about you, and, like, you'd come, and they'd, like, stop talking, or they, like, you'd, like, literally clearly hear them talking about you, and, like, whispering about you, and, like, doing things like that. And they would make fun of people. Like, they would let, like, you would hear them making fun of people. And I would literally say this to my boyfriend. I'm like, you guys would make fun of people. And he was like did you and your friend group make fun of people? And I was like, yeah. He's like, but nobody paid attention to you guys because you weren't quote-unquote popular. But, like, everyone was doing it. He's awesome. And we, right. all, we all make fun of, Like, let's be honest We're all here. guilty we all of make, it. We're guilty of making fun of people. So, like, yes, but, like, because he was in such a popular group, like, you would notice them making fun of you and they wouldn't be nice to you. And, like, that same friend, so the next year when it came to video, he wasn't in charge of video. And it came to video and we went up to him. We're like, yeah, we're going to do the video again with you this year. And he goes uh, no, you're not. We're like, what? He's like, yeah, no. And, like, it was, so, at the time, he told people that because my ex-boyfriend, like, made him uncomfortable, which my ex-boyfriend made everyone uncomfortable because he was very possessive, so he, like, came into the room while we were, like, recording and was, like, very, like, possessive over me, but we, me and him had broken up at that point. So, like, you can't use that as an excuse because we weren't even together. So, that's what he said was the reason, but then, like, we went up to this other person, we're like, hey, like, so-and-so said that we can't be on video, but he's literally not in charge of video. He's just, like, one of the people on the crew, but he's not in charge of it. And they were like, oh, we'll talk to him. Like, we'll get you guys in. And we're like, we don't even want to do it anymore. Because, like, he literally was like, uh, no, because we weren't popular enough to be in his video. Like, you know what I mean? That's, like, like a that really was... jock thing yeah, to do. Like, yeah. honestly. But his whole group was like that. They would just make fun of people. They very much so cared about status, you know? So, like, I can't, like, directly say. And, like, nowadays... It's the so only thing that's happened nowadays. Oh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say it's so funny that Isaac is so not like. That. Oh yeah, I know, not at all. But nowadays, the only thing that's happened was like we were at his birthday party once, and 
like, we, he had these two friends that, like, wouldn't come if I was there, and, like, because I was the only girl there, it was just, like, a really situa- weird situation, they're, like, and they said it on, they didn't know that they were on speaker, and they were, like, well, is Nikki there, and he was, like, yeah, it was like, literally his 21st birthday party, and they were, like, well, then we can't come, and, like, I was, like, I didn't know what to do, and I actually ended up going home, and that was really, really sad, like, I wasn't even with him when he turned 21, and I came back after those friends left, and it was just really weird, because he didn't know what to do, he's, like, I don't want you to go home, but if this, if I don't, like, they were already on their way, and if I told them, like, that she's here, and they had to go home, it would cause, like, friction in my friend group, and I'm, like, why would it cause friction in your friend group, like, it's their fault for not wanting to be around me, like, it was just very weird, like, weird things like that will happen, but, you know, I, I got, it's really not a lot of his friends, it's just, like, that specific, like, there's, like, three or four of them that just, like, never got out of high school, and they never got out of, like, status and popularity and, like, all of that, but the rest of them are fine. I've honestly never been more disgusted right? in my life. Yeah. Like, honestly, that's disgusting. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, like, I've bullied people, and I've never, ever, <laughs> I would never have done like that. Yeah. I was always, like, smart bully. You know? Esther was always just a physical bully. <laughs> what? I never punched physically people in the face. hurt. Actually, in fourth grade. <laughs> no, I think I was in first grade. I was in first grade and I punched someone in the neck. And they sent me to the fourth grade classroom to like punish me. And so they sat me near someone who I really didn't like. And she kept bothering me like, oh, you're in a classroom because you're, you're in trouble. And I was like so annoyed at her. I was in first grade. You're going to punch her in the neck. No, I literally hit her in the face in the middle of class. <laughs> Yeah, I was, okay, fine. But that was just first grade. I didn't know. I didn't know better. Everyone's a physical bully in first grade. (laughs) You know, I became an emotional bully later on in life. And then, you know, I got over it. And I'm actually a pretty nice person. See? And you know what? Some of his friends since that night, even a year ago, have changed. And I'm willing to accept that. I'll never like them to their face. God forbid. But I'm willing to accept them. That is a wrap for episode 19 of the Dark Twisty Podcast. Um, if you have any... Questions, comments, or concerns, please no, 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 let us I know in the anonymous submission form Shh. down below. I'm, I'm way better at this. <clears throat> if you guys have any questions that you would like us to answer on next week's episode or an episode coming up in the future, please make sure to leave it in our anonymous submission form, which is always linked down below. You can also DM it to us on Instagram and you can email it to us at darktwistypod at gmail.com. Um, if you're going to email us or do it on Instagram, just specify if you want us to have it on the podcast or not. Let us know if you want us to put it out to the public or if you just want to talk. Um, Esther, the spelling? The email is D-A-R-K-T-W-I-S-T-Y at gmail.com. It's, it's literally not. That's literally not our I account. haven't slept all week, guys, wait, and I'm fucking all nighter tonight, so stop. I want wait, enough wait, of wait, this. Wait, wait. You're literally bullying me right now on the podcast. Everybody's a witness. I'm punching Esther in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, D-A-R-K-T-W-I-S-T-Y-P-O-D at gmail.com or find us on Instagram by the same tag. Um, remember when you used to say, I'm putting my hands in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Please give us a five-star rating and review, and we will we see you, you next time. Sadly, we won't be together, episode. but or will we? Dun, dun, dun. We also just want to let you guys know that we are working on being more consistent. We took someone's advice from last week with, where they said to record one episode in advance, and we want to start doing that. So the best way that we can do that is actually changing our date from launching Mondays at 7 to launching Wednesdays at 7 because this way it gives us the extra few days at the beginning of the week so if we didn't get it done over the weekend we still have a few more days before we launch it so 
stay posted, stay tuned. We're going to be here every Wednesday at 7 p.m. And please, God, let us be more consistent. And as always, follow us on Instagram for live updates. Bye, guys. See you Bye. next Wednesday. Not this coming Wednesday, next Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, not this coming Wednesday, next Wednesday. Just yeah. clarifying that with you guys. Oh, 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 oh